You're listening to Financial Insights, a podcast that helps investors through the difficult maze of financial planning and saving for retirement. I'm Brian Ullman, and I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. And together with some guests and other advisors at my firm, we're talking about the issues and questions relating to finance that face our clients every day. All right, welcome back to the Financial Insights Podcast. And I'm going to start this one by making an admission here. I think I might be one of the few people that actually likes Mondays. I like getting back after it. I like uh, I like taking a break for the weekend, that's for sure. Saturdays, getting stuff done. Sundays, relaxing. But man, when Monday morning rolls around, I like to get back after it. And apparently, apparently this week, so do markets. Uh, we'll go over how we did last week. But as, I, as we record this on, on Monday morning, the Dow's up 343 points. Uh, not too bad to start the new week. So maybe I'm not the only one who likes Mondays. Maybe traders do too. Uh, We'll have to see how things finish up, but off to a good start on Monday morning here on May 3rd. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about last week, and then we'll talk a little bit about this week, and then we're going to talk a little bit about this month. We're going to talk about May. Uh, As I dig in, though, I I want to remind you, if you didn't know already, that we have a new series a video series on Facebook and on YouTube called Casual Friday. And on Casual Friday, we get together at one o'clock after the market closes uh, live on Facebook and, and YouTube. And the videos are recorded in case you can't make it. And we choose four charts for the week and go over them to advisors from our office chatting about some things that they found interesting uh, for the week, a casual conversation, not a deep dive on markets, but something that's interesting where it gives us a chance to address different things that are going on at the moment, but also kind of find some novel stuff and, and chat about kind of investing on a broader scale. So I would say check that out. You can find it on Facebook. You can find it on the Ford Financial Group YouTube page. I think you might find it interesting. But now let's get back to last week. Uh, not not a whole lot of great news. The, the major indices were mostly lower last week. Uh, some sectors could just couldn't overcome the worries about higher capital gains tax rates, even though they're pretty good uh, earnings for the week last week. The S&P 500 was just a hair higher, uh, two hundredths of a percent. Meanwhile, the Dow was down about half of a percent. NASDAQ was down. The Russell International Indices both down more than a percent. So not great. Uh, energy was really the top performing sector last week, completely reversing its position as the worst performing sector from a week ago. Uh, and it's all been about earnings. Uh, earnings have been knocking everybody's socks off, which I'll get into in just a moment. Um, but we're not just investing in stocks. We're invested in bonds, too. And bonds, as represented by the Bloomberg Barclays Aggregate uh, Index, lost marginal ground last week as the 10-year Treasury yield moved slightly higher, uh, reversing its three-week run. High-yield bonds, uh, denoted by the Bloomberg Barclays High Yield uh, Index, gained ground last week, actually reversing its decline. It's been a lot of up and down, as you can probably glean from my description here. And even over the first quarter, we've said before, it takes uh, markets have been taking two steps forward, one step back, but that leads to progress. Uh, The economic data last week was interesting. Um, The Bureau of Economic Analysis reported that the U.S. economy grew over 6% in the first quarter, which, which is fantastic. But if you've been listening to this at all, that's actually a little bit lower than what we expected, and I think lower than the Bloomberg consensus forecast. Uh, Personal consumption, which is actually the largest part of the economy, increased over 10%, and it grew at its second 
fastest pace since 1960. So consumers are out in force. Meanwhile, the Fed, the Federal Reserve, reiterated its present monetary policy stance and kept the Fed fund rate near zero. And the Fed's planning to continue its quantitative easing or its bond buying efforts. Uh, This is one of the things where we thought the Federal Reserve was going to start kind of reining things in first. Uh, But Fed Chair Jay Powell stuck to his talking points in his press conference, saying that rising inflation was really due to transitory factors and the economy is going to need to make a substantial improvement before the Fed's going to consider reversing its present monetary policy. So don't fight the Fed. All systems go as far as the Federal Reserve is concerned. Uh, Jobless claims continue to decline. According to the U.S. Department of Labor, over 550,000 Americans filed for unemployment insurance last week, which was slightly higher than consensus. Uh, And continuing claims were slightly higher than consensus, but improved uh, over the last week. And so overall, the data still suggests we were getting some marginal improvement in the labor market. Let's talk about earnings. I mentioned earnings before. And some would say that earnings right now from these companies are off the charts. You may have heard about Apple and Amazon and their earnings. Be, I mean, how do big companies grow so fast? Well, I guess a pandemic when you're forced to use their services, I suppose. But um, I think perhaps the best thing we can say about the earnings upside generated by corporate America during the first quarter of 2021, which is currently more than 22%, is that growth pierced the upper end of our earnings dashboard, if you will. It's literally off the charts. The S&P 500 earnings growth is tracking to a 46% year-over-year increase for the quarter, which is the best since the first quarter of 2010. Estimates for the next four quarters have impressively risen by 3.3% since earnings season began, and about 60% of S&P 500 companies have now reported with another 26% or 133 companies on the slate for this week. So we have had a rocking, rocking earnings season, and more is on the way, hopefully. More are certainly going to be reporting this week, and um, I I would say the expectations are hopeful that we're going to continue to see these earning beats. Um, I mentioned earlier that the S&P was down last week, but not to worry. We've got April now in the bag, and the S&P index gained 5% over 5% for the month, while the NASDAQ composite outperformed by just a hair and the small cap Russell 2000 did well as well. Um, So April is done. The S&P did great. It was a two steps forward kind of month, if we're going to continue with that analogy. Uh, But that doesn't mean we're in the clear, right? April is okay. But there's an old saying on Wall Street, that says, the saying is, uh, sell in May and go away. You may have heard this before. In fact, we addressed it on the uh, video series on the Eric Simonians, and I addressed it on the video series, uh, Casual Friday, that we posted on Friday. Uh, it's it's one of the best known sayings uh, for investors, sell in May and go away, probably because it rhymes more than anything. But it's it's really because the six months from May to October have historically been some of the weakest months of the year for stocks. Uh, it just the numbers bear it out. Uh, I'll post some some links to some charts here. Uh, but if you go back and look over the six months from from April to October, or I'm sorry, from May to October, uh, 
the average the average percent return on the S&P 500 is 1.7%, not a whole lot. And to add insult to injury, we're actually leaving the six most bullish bullish months of the year, that November to April period. Uh, in fact, uh, the S&P 500 index is set to gain close to 30% during those next, those most bullish six months, one of the best six months gains ever. So, uh, we are coming off of those March lows from a year ago, obviously, where, um, we've shot higher post pandemic, if you will. And it wouldn't surprise anybody if we had a, a well deserved break or stocks took kind of a pullback here. Um, so it, I, I don't think it would surprise anybody if that, if that happened. But there's a catch here, right? It's we don't sell in May and go away. Do you really clear out your entire portfolio just because you've got some weak months ahead of you? Um, the answer is no. Just because it hasn't gr- May through October doesn't grow as much as other times of the year. The average return from May to October is just short of two percent, one point seven percent, according to LPL Research and FactSet, and it's higher almost sixty five percent of the time. So you move up, you just don't move up as fast and some and don't move up as often, but the odds are still on your side, it would seem. Uh, and in fact, if you look at the last 10 years from 2011 through, well, if we're going to go through 2021, starting in 2011, uh, 2011, the sell in May return, so May to October, averages 3.8% and is higher 80% of the time over the last 10 years. So... You know, I if if someone told you you could get nearly four percent over the next six months, and uh, you were going to get that eighty percent of the time, I think you would take it, right? So sell in May and go away. I get it. It 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 doesn't feel good, especially if you have volatile months. Uh, in post election years, August is particularly bad compared to some others. Uh, but so is February. And we all stayed invested in February, right? And it turned out okay. So um, really, things get volatile is really what can happen over summer. August and September, not often great. October actually historically is pretty good. And so the point here is that you can't time this stuff, right? You look back and you say, okay, generally the returns are weaker, but they're still positive and they're positive most of the time. And so that's kind of a kind of investing environment you want to be part of. Um, trying to time things is just foolish and you end up shooting yourself in the foot. I can tell you plenty of times where we've gone through and we've had somebody want to sell out because the summer months, something was going to be happening and they missed out on a few huge days where, which were, which made the year and those handful of days where they were sitting on the sideline in cash is, was the difference between a mediocre return and a fantastic return for a calendar year. So I would encourage you. It's fun to say, it's stupid to do, sell in May and go away, go ahead and forget that saying and think about other sayings from from investors like time in the market, not time-ing the market, right? We're going to have a short one today. I hope this helps. I hope this answers some questions for you. I would say, again, tune into our Casual Friday uh, video cast. I'm not sure what to call it. Video cast? Web series? Whatever it is, it's on our Facebook page and it's on YouTube live after the market closes on Fridays. Uh, so until then, uh, you can reach out to us at info at FordFG.com. Find us on the web, FordFG.com. I look forward to talking to you next week.
The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein. Thank you.